Our kitchens can get out of hand so quickly. As soon as we start letting things slide, our dishes can pile up, our countertops can start collecting things, and our drawers can get stuffed quite full. Today, I'm going to walk you step-by-step step through decluttering, organizing, and deep cleaning your kitchen so that it can feel like a peaceful place to be in. Not only that, but I'm going to share my favorite tips on how to keep your kitchen clean. Before we jump in today's episode, I want to remind you what we're working towards. We are working towards a house that's easier to keep clean, our mind to feel less cluttered, more time to spend with the ones we love, and more energy to do the things that we actually enjoy. After today's episode, you are going to be one step closer to that goal. So grab your coffee, keep on listening, and we are going to do this together. Tackling our kitchens can seem really daunting. There's a lot to it, and that's why a lot of times we let it go. But today, I'm going to walk you step-by-step exactly how you can minimize, organize, and deep clean your kitchen one small step at a time. The first thing I want to go over is how do we minimize our kitchens? For me, that means that everything that is in my kitchen is something that I actually use. Another thing is to make sure that all of our items fit comfortably in each drawer or cupboard. That way we're not searching for things and everything is easy to find. And the last part about having a minimalized kitchen is to have as many surfaces cleared off as possible. There are so many reasons why we should minimize our kitchen So let's jump into a few of those just to get us a little bit more excited about how it's going to feel in our kitchen after we're done minimalizing it. A huge thing I noticed is that it cuts down on your cleaning time. Not only that, but you're not going to get behind on dishes as much as you had because you're going to have less dishes. This makes it so much easier to keep your kitchen clean and tidy. And if you're anything like me, I don't love to cook. And a lot of times my brain used to feel extremely scrambled when I was trying to cook in my kitchen. So if that sounds like you, I promise it's going to help you feel a lot more clear-minded when you're trying to cook. I'm not saying that this made me a great cook by any means, but it does make me feel a little bit more like I can be more creative in the kitchen and cook some better meals. I still wouldn't say that I thoroughly enjoy cooking, but it did help me enjoy cooking a little bit more. And like I mentioned already, but I'll say it again, when your kitchen is minimalized, it will be so much easier to find what you're looking for. I want you to know all of this is possible, and we're going to start by decluttering your kitchen first. I broke it down into 10 easy steps. So the first thing I want you to do is to prepare. What I want you to do for this step is to get a garbage bag a donate box, and it belongs somewhere else in my house box. (laughs) This doesn't have to be anything pretty or perfect. So pause this, grab a garbage bag, a donate box, and some sort of bin or box for things that belong somewhere else in your house. Jump right back on when you're done, and we will get started on decluttering your kitchen.
the first thing we're going to declutter is food. So I want you to throw away any outdated food or food that you no longer use. This might be something that you bought for a recipe and you never ended up making that recipe and you never ended up using that food. Or this could be something that you opened, you tried, and you didn't really like, but you kept it anyway just in case. I want you to only have food in your cupboards that are things that you actually eat. This includes spices as well. So pause this, do a quick swipe through your kitchen, and throw away any outdated food or any open food that you no longer use, and donate any food that is still not opened, but you know you're not going to eat. Don't forget to look at your spices and different things like that too. All of your food items. So pause this and jump right back on when you're ready to jump to the next step. Now for the next thing, I want you to go look at where your rags, hand towels, pot holders, and oven mitts are. I want you to look through those and think about what ones you actually use. Sometimes it's easy to keep gathering more of these and before we know it, we have to stuff everything in there just to get it to close. I want you to really be reasonable with yourself and decide which ones you actually use. Throw away any of them that are stained or ripped and then donate any of the extras. So pause this, tackle your rags, hand towels, pot holders, and oven mitts and jump right back on when you're done and we will jump to the next step. If you have any cleaning supplies under your sink or in your kitchen, that I want you to only keep the ones that you use regularly. If you don't use them regularly, then you are going to want to get rid of them. There is no point of holding on to them if you think you might use them one day, or maybe you tried something and you didn't just love it. Let go of it. So quickly look through your cleaning supplies and get rid of any that you do not use often. Pause this and jump right back on when you're done and we'll jump to the next step. Now this step is going to be a little bit bigger, but don't let it stress you out. We're going to take it a little bit at a time. So this is all of your dishes. That means your cups, your bowls, your Tupperware, your mixing bowls, all of those kinds of dishes. So I want you to start on your top cupboards and work your way around all the top cupboards first and then do the same thing on the bottom cupboards. As you do this, I want you to ask yourself, how often do you use those dishes? If it's not very often, it's not something that you want to keep track of. You want to be able to open up your cupboards and see it all organized and fitting nicely in there. So look and see if there's any that are stained, maybe they're cracked, broken, or like your Tupperware might be missing pieces, or water bottles might be missing pieces, medicine droppers, bottles, sippy cups, any of those things. Just focus on what ones you actually use and then donate any that are duplicate ones or that you don't use frequently. I know this seems like a big step, but it's going to feel so good. 
so take one cupboard at a time and quickly look through. Pause this and then jump right back on and we'll jump to the next step. The next step is small appliances. This can be a tricky one for some of us. Let's say we tried buying an instant pot or an air fryer or any of these little gadgets and we ended up not really using them. We can feel guilty that we spent all the money on it or we might think that one day in the future we'll use it. But if we're not going to use it, even if we spent a lot of money on it, it's not worth the space that it takes up in our homes. Not only that, but when we see it, it reminds us that we spent the money and that we still don't use it. So I know I've said this saying before, but remove the item, remove the guilt. So only keep the small appliances that you actually use and then if you have any duplicates or you don't really use them frequently, then feel free and donate them. So pause this, look over your small appliances, and jump right back on when you're done. Now this next one is cookbooks. I know for me, I actually got rid of all my cookbooks. I only have a meal plan that I printed out with recipes. So be very realistic with yourself. When is the last time that you opened up those cookbooks? The ones that you actually use, of course keep. But any of them that you no longer use, it's time to let those go. So if you have cookbooks, look over them real quick, get rid of the ones that you no longer use, and jump right back on when you're done. This next step is home decor. So in order to minimize your home decor, I want you to pick out just a couple or a few items that you absolutely love. And I know it's going to feel weird at first and empty if you have a lot of home decor and then you start removing it, but you will adjust and you will realize that it's so much easier to keep clean. So I really challenge you to minimize your home decor as much as possible, especially on your surfaces, like your countertop. So pause this, remind yourself that you can also keep these home decor items somewhere else for a little bit just to see how it feels, and then take them off your counters, minimize your home decor, and jump right back on when you're ready for the next step. Now this is your junk drawer. You might not have a junk drawer, but I know I do, and I actually like having it. The thing is, we want it to only have the things that we actually use in there. So instead of saying, oh, what should I throw away? Ask yourself what you like to keep in your junk drawer and get rid of the rest of the items that are in there. Don't overthink it. Remember, if you can replace it, for not very much money or if you haven't used it in the last couple months, you don't need it. So pause this, tackle your junk drawer, and jump right back on when you're ready for the next step. Now I want you to review everything that you've done. I'm sure it feels so good already, 
but I want you to do another sweep through your kitchen and make sure that every cupboard and drawer, the items are fitting comfortably in there. If not, then I challenge you to go through and really try to be brutal with yourself and only keep what you actually use. One good example lately for me was we only had like five pots and pans and then my sister-in-law was getting rid of some and my husband's like, oh yeah, this will be awesome. We could use some more of these. And now I find that a lot of times I let the pots and pans pile up more than I originally would have because we have more. So realistically, how many pots and pans can you even use in your kitchen? I really want you to consider this. A lot of times we have a hard time getting rid of things. Maybe they're part of a set and we feel like we need the whole set even if we don't really use them all. So I want you to be really honest with yourself as you do this review. Make sure everything comfortably fits and then we'll jump into some kitchen organizational tips. So pause this, do your review real quick of your kitchen, and then jump right back on and we'll start organizing. Doesn't that feel so good to have that done? Now we can look at organization tips. Like I always say, you cannot organize clutter. So now that we got the clutter out of the way, I want you to think about how you use your kitchen. And then from there, you can make sure that you're putting things where they make the most sense. For example, you want your pot holders and your cooking utensils to be in a drawer beside the stove. So I want you to think about that and make sure that everything makes sense where you have it. If you're used to how it is now, you don't have to change it. I'm just giving you some ideas. Another idea, like I've mentioned before, is to keep your surfaces as cleared off as possible. I want you to challenge yourself to move most of your items into your cupboards or drawers. And for the things that you want to keep out or that you don't have space for in your cupboards or drawers, I want you to consider using hooks, racks, or shelves for the items that you want left out. That way, they're still out, but they're not directly on the surface. I swear by this one. Let's put it this way. Before I minimalized my kitchen countertops, I would wipe the counters and I would have to move the butter dish, the knife block. What else did I have on there? Some plants, different things, and it would take a lot longer. And now all I have is my coffee pot, my microwave. Yeah, I have an outdated kitchen. I still have my microwave on my counter. And my toaster. And then the only thing I added back after having it like this for so long was one cute candle where it looked empty. Like I've said before, it feels weird at first, but it really grows on you when you realize how much easier it is to maintain your kitchen. Now the next thing is drawer organizers. I used to not have them and then when I got some finally, I was like, why did I not use these before? I don't have them in all my drawers, but I have them in a couple and I love them. You can get them at Walmart, probably the dollar store, I'm not sure. Pretty much anywhere you should be able to get some and I promise you, it'll make you so happy when you open up your drawers. 
And then the next thing is bins in your cupboards. I know a lot of people will use them in their pantries or for different things, but I've also seen where people will use their bins in the bottom of their cupboards so that things don't fall to the back of the bottom cupboards. So I love that idea too. So drawer organizers and bins pretty much anywhere in your kitchen, like even in your fridge, are amazing. As you do this, I want to remind you not to crowd your shelves and drawers. We want to be realistic with how many items we actually need and we want to make sure we can easily find what we're looking for. Now my last organizational tip is to store your dishes or appliances that are only used for special occasions or if they're seasonal or the ones that you only use when company comes over. Store those on shelves or in drawers that you don't use often. So for example, I don't really like using my bottom cupboards. So the things that I don't use as often, like my muffin tins and stuff, those are on the bottom cupboard. So that's a really good thing to keep in mind that if there's those things you don't use that often, but you still want to keep for those special occasions, make sure that they're not in convenient places where you could be storing things that you use more often. Now that is it for organizational tips. So if you want to use any of those, you can pause it and do that. And then we'll jump to deep cleaning your kitchen. So pause this if you want to use any organizational tips. And then we will jump into deep cleaning our kitchens. I know deep cleaning is where it really seems to get overwhelming. But like I said, I'm going to break it down into super simple steps. So the first thing I want you to do is do a quick tidy. It doesn't have to be perfect. And when you're done with that, get your cleaning products ready. You know what you use in your kitchen. Get those things ready and then jump right back on and we'll tackle the next step. Now I want you to dust everything from the light fixtures down to the baseboards. So this is the top of your cupboards, your vent fan thing, everything. Let's just get everything dusted from the very top to the very bottom. So pause this, get that dusting done real quick, and jump right back on and we'll tackle the next step. Now that you have everything dusted, I want you to do a couple steps in a row. I know this might sound like a lot at first, but I promise you, once you get this part done with, the rest is going to be so easy. So this is going to be a three-part step. I want you to clean the inside of all your appliances, your garbage can, and the sink. You can do this in whatever order works best for you. But get those done, maybe set a timer, do it as quickly as you can, and then the rest will seem very simple. So pause this, clean the inside of all your appliances, your garbage can, and your sink. Then jump right back on when you're done, and we will make it so quick through the rest of your kitchen.
Doesn't that feel so good? You are getting so close to being done. Now I want you to take everything out of the top cupboards and wipe down each shelf. So you can do this however you want. You can start with one of the top cupboards, take it down, wipe it down, put everything back in there. Or you can open up all your top cupboards, take everything out, quickly wipe them all and put everything back. So pause this, get all your top cupboards wiped, and then we'll jump to the next step. We're getting so close to being done. Now it's time to do the same for the bottom cupboards and your drawers. So take everything out real quick, wipe them all down, and then we only have a couple more steps. So do that real quick and jump right back on when you're done wiping out your cupboards and drawers. Now this one is if you have any curtains or rugs in your kitchen. If you have any curtains or rugs, I want you to pause this and go throw them in the washer. And then jump right back on for the final step. So like I said, if you have any curtains or rugs, go throw them in the washer and then we'll jump to the last step. We have finally reached the last step. And after I give you the last step, I'll go over a couple tips that will help you keep your kitchen clean. So the last step is to wash your windows and your floors. As you start to do that, I'll go over a couple of the tips to keep your kitchen clean. Some of these may seem like common sense to you and other ones you might not even thought about. So one thing is to clean as you wait for your coffee to brew or your water to boil. So those downtimes you have in the kitchen, use those to your advantage. Let's say your coffee's brewing in the morning, you can quickly unload the dishwasher. Whatever it might be, use those little time slots to get some cleaning done. One habit that I've gotten into that has made a huge difference is to clean as I cook. It's so worth the extra 30 seconds to rinse stuff off as you're going than to wait until the end and have to pick up a big mess with stuff right up on it. Right along with this one is to try to make it a habit for everyone in your family to rinse out the dishes as soon as they're done using them. Another thing that I love to do is to put paper towel on the bottom of my garbage can. That way, if anything leaks out, then I can just toss the paper towel and put down a new one. Now the last two go hand in hand, and I hope I'm not sounding like a broken record, but it has to do with keeping your kitchen decluttered and your countertops cleared off as much as possible. This will cut down so much on your cleaning time. And like I've said before, you can put items that are out on your counter in the cupboard above where they sit out, or a drawer right below where they sat out. For example, my butter dish used to be on the counter, now it's in the cupboard right above where it was on the counter. My utensils used to be in a utensil holder, and now they're in a drawer right below where they used to be on the counter. 
Like I said, I know these things feel weird at first, but I just challenge you to try it because for me, I know I've noticed a dramatic difference in how much easier it is to keep my kitchen clean. I hope you are feeling so much better and your kitchen feels so much better as well. I'm so proud of you for doing this and I can't wait to walk you through the next room. Oh, one more thing before you go. If you are feeling unmotivated, if you have any questions, or if you want to celebrate your wins with me, there are two ways that you can do that. In the show notes, I'll have two links. One will be for my website at simplifymomlife.com, where I'll have the comments section open, or you can sign up for my email list with the other link so that you can get each podcast and blog post sent straight to your inbox every Tuesday morning. Remember, we are well on our journey to an easier to clean house, a less cluttered mind, and more time and energy for the ones you love and the things you enjoy. If you want to stick around, don't forget to click that subscribe button. Thanks for being here, and remember, we are on this journey together. Subscribe to my mom's podcast. It'll make her very happy.